You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I've been told I have to put it nicer than that. Cash the ticket, Jim Costa sitting across from Mike Valenti. This is truly special. This is an off-season where both our schedules link up, and we have decided we're going to do a little mailbag, a little derby recap, a friendship recap. Uh, so lock in. Good to see you. Mornings? Good to see you. Mornings. Yeah, you look a little tired. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, what was that, 4.30 a.m. wake that's, up? That's what those are, buddy. Dude, that's a lifestyle. Hit the alarm. And- that is a lifestyle. It takes some getting used to. I mean, all week, so I'll get used to it. Beats digging ditches. Absolutely. All right. What do you want to get to here? You well, told me we have copious mail. Well, I do want to get to the mailbag because people need your reaction on Mage. Yeah. But I need to ask you, as a casual, what's going on with all these horses? Oh, this is the, what the we scratches and okay. Well, scratches are precaution. Yeah. That's sure. The but right there's like thing. seven horses. Well, hold on. Are you talking? That's not about, normal. Wait, you're talking about the horses breaking down and being euthanized. That's not a scratch. You're talking about the horses dying. Yes. Okay. The Derby, well, you had five scratches. I think they're related. I'll give you an example. So Forte being scratched. So I got a favorite. Yeah. I got a phone call Saturday, buddy who works in the industry. And he goes, Hey, I'm just getting some whispers. And I told him it was knowledge. If you follow horse racing close, or if you have contacts in the game, Forte kind of had a stumble in his workout, like a little something happened and they were being very tight lipped. And we had the conversation. I said, it wouldn't shock me at all with the current climate, what's going on at Churchill, if they scratch, if the state comes in and scratches him. So what happened is Todd Pletcher, the trainer, didn't scratch him. The owner, Mike Rapoli, didn't make some plea and not want to run. The state came in and said, you're not running. Didn't uh, give him a choice. No, they and there's video of the examination where they go to feel that portion of the, the horse that was bruised and the horse winces. It was hurting him. I just didn't know if you could do like a Michael Jordan flu game, like tough it out. You can. And here, well, here's the key. In a different climate, in a different time, and I don't mean 20 years, maybe 10 or five. Yes. I think Forte would have run. I think Forte would have run, would have been okay. But with what's going on. So you're asking, okay, well, what about the horses? First of all, let's be clear about this. There's always going to be risk in that sport, much like there is risk with humans. This is what I can't stand with the animal activists. Look, I I love animals and I love horses. And I accept the realities of the world we live in. Jim, there's a risk to anything. These horses are bred with one job in mind. These aren't standard breds, right? These aren't dressage horses. These are fucking thoroughbreds. The lineage, how you breed them, they are bred for speed, not stability. Now, if you want to get into the argument that the American culture 
has irresponsibly bred horses foregoing stability versus speed, we can have that conversation. But I'm not going to get into this shit about, oh, it's just totally inhumane. Stop. Just fucking stop. They have one job to do. Tell you what, be around a thoroughbred who you don't let run. Go do it. I'm not challenging you. I'm saying I've been around that. And I'm telling you, they get fucking maniacally angry. They they have a job. They want to work. Now, you want to have an argument about there's not enough aftercare. There are scumbags in this industry. Agree totally. Those are different conversations. Churchill to me, I think you have to look at the track. You got to look at your surface. But what I can't stand is they wait for the most highly publicized days to do this bullshit. Mm -hmm. It sucks that any horse ever breaks down. But whether you ask the jockeys who have to actually get up on these thousand pound animals, do you think they want unsound animals underneath them? No, it doesn't even make fucking sense. If you have a horse nice enough to run on Derby Day in one of the six, seven, eight stakes races, are you really on national television trying to watch your horse die? Let's think about I'm going to answer that. No. Right. So is there an <laughs> oh, element? Meet me in the back. No. Right. Is there an element at smaller tracks of scumbags grinding out the rent yeah. money who are doing bad shit? Shady stuff. Yes. Yes. There's an element. I can't change it. I can't fix everything. No, and I'm not asking you to like explain all the sins away or anything like that. I'm or providing be, context. No, and I'm happy you are because I think it was one of those casual storylines going in. It's like, well, hold on. Big horse, Forte scratched. What's going on with these other horses? Yeah. Holy, what? Well, give an example. Kind of, they, 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 Mike, they don't live this world day in and day out. No. They, they just get a little sneak peek. But like, peek. like I'll give an example. So General Jim, who won a big race, mm -hmm. um, General Jim missed the Fountain of Youth. Remember we did the little know, preview episode? Devastated. Okay. You know why he was scratched? He spiked a fever. End of story. Can't run a horse with a fever. No Michael Jordan flu game. You can't run a horse with a fever because their body temperature goes up under extreme exertion and it's dangerous. They scratched him. Mm -hmm. End. Right? So Forte, they scratched him. It's a bruise. It is a, it could be a bone bruise. Now, could, is he done? No. Could they be ready to run in the Preakness? I would say yes. A redemption what, arc. We love a redemption story. Well, here's in the other issue. The other problem is when people treat this and, and, and the uninitiated, I've heard this comment in the past. Oh, they killed them because they didn't win. stop. Oh, You're a moron. That is so dark. Here's something it's factual. So Let me give you something factual. <laughs> if a horse is not weight bearing, a horse cannot live. Oh, we'll put a cast on it. Do you know what happens? The horse ends up thrashing about, causing itself incredible agony and or could cause itself death. Guys, if it can, if you have an issue to a sesmenoid, a cannon bone, a, a, here, ankles, knees, okay? Guys, if they can't bear weight, you're doing the most humane thing ever. Just understand, our job as humans is to treat animals ethically and with the most humane way possible. Like, newsflash, I know at some point this year, I'll probably have to put one of my dogs down. I was going to bring it up. To, I have to make that decision, and I have to do it for them. You think I want to do it? You know, and people listening to this who have had pets, that's what I was going to bring up, is right. your dog has been in here and you've brought it up. At some point, yeah. the pain becomes too much. The quality of life dips too right. much. As long as he's acting like himself, decision. we're going to yeah. do it. But like you're, no, newsflash, 
You're going to have to do it with your blessed cat fluffers I, or whatever the hell its name is. I'm making a me. point. Dogs are not bred for sport. Mm -hmm. Now, you may have that type of dog. I'm making a point. This breed of horse has one job. Now, in aftercare, if you retire your horse ethically the right way, can they become a riding horse? Can they just be a fucking horse? It takes time. It takes money. And it takes a place. Well, and you can tell me, it's probably not a lot of money in that. There's none. You're sinking money into it's a, it. It's a sink. Yeah. It's a total sink. Now, the way I've always viewed it, if you have the money to participate in horse racing. It should be an obligation. You should have the money then to retire the horse ethically. With some dignity. Uh, correct. And look, does everyone do it the right way? Absolutely not. It makes me very upset. But that's why there's no central governing body in horse racing. There should be a Roger Goodell. And you can't because every fiefdom has their own rules. The point I'm making to you is Churchill Downs had some tragedies this week. Because of that, I think they showed an even heightened sense of, by the way, isn't that exactly what people want? Would want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, you had some scratches in the Derby. Do I think Forte would have run a couple of years ago? I absolutely do. Do I think he runs if there's not a couple of breakdowns this week? I do. Mm. But make no mistake about it. Ain't nobody trying to see a horse die. And putting a horse down is the last line of defense. That is not something you ever want to do because I got news for you. If your horse is good enough to run on Derby Day and run in graded stakes action, that horse has a value. Mm -hmm. You know what the value is? You put a horse down? Zero. Zero. Sorry. I didn't so mean to get long-winded, no, no, but no, I'm no. passionate. People are like, it. I clicked on this to hear what he thought of Mage and the actual run. Right. So so let's get to that portion okay. of it. And we'll get to the mailbag too, but just your reaction because you broke this thing down at the granular level. Yeah. And I and did it in, a, in an entertaining way, by the way. And I didn't do an episode Saturday. When the news came down that Forte was out, I immediately started thinking, okay, am I really going to get beat by the horse who should have beat Forte and now Forte's not in the race? And I just told myself, if Mage is still a price at 15, 16, 20 to 1, something like that, I got to use him as a saver. I was worried he wasn't going to break well, but I said, okay. I was all in to the 14, the 17, and two fills. Those are my top three. Mm -hmm. But what I did, uh, I was alive in the double, and I had two really nice pick threes that were heavily bet because I really, I thought going in, I loved up to the, up to the mark, the five, the race before I said, guys, this is where we're planting. Knew I wouldn't see four to one. Uh, Cody's wish you can't root against the horse because of the backstory, but you also, that horse is going to be hard to find your way around. So seven with five into the derby. I was lit live, ready to roll. I played mage on top of one, two, three, 14, 17. So you did end up playing mage. Yeah. I'm so proud of you well, because I, I know you would have hated full yourself. Full disclosure, we never get into what people do and don't bet. I never do it with you. Mm -hmm. But you asked the question, and I said, hey, I'm going to send you something. This private. was me checking in with a friend on Saturday. If everybody thinks I'm the heartless jerk on this because no. you always make it out like I Jim's know. in it for himself. I checked on you. You did. Because you compared this. You said he's got the heart of a lion. I love him. And I'm going to hate if I don't bet him, but I'm not betting. And he's so going to break like it. an idiot. Yes. So and I had to did. check in. Yes. And you did. And I sent you. And it's not for disclosure. Sure. but. I did very well on the Derby and Mage. I, I did send you a graphic mm -hmm. of, of good stuff. I'll never let go Mage. It was me <laughs> floating in the water, holding on to Mage. It was a love story. It was, it is a love story because the horse, the horse just wants it. Uh, the great horses. Look, people can laugh. 
the great horses want to do this job. All horses are bred to do it. All horses are willing to do it. But then there's that certain sector of the best ones. There's nothing else but maximum. It's like an athlete. Certain guys are wired killers. The great horse, Mage is a great horse in that regard, in that he breaks like an idiot. He leaves himself a lot to do, but he knows what's up. He can make up for it. And Flip the just, switch. He just fucking wants it. When he took aim, Coming down that stretch. Yeah, I had took... two fills, by the way. Oh, that's fuck. the one I bet. I didn't do all the the, the exactos and trifectas. I just wanted to have a horse to bet on. I get it. I took the horse that had the jockey from Mount Pleasant, fire up chips. Jareth Lubberry. Yes. And I was like, yeah, decent odds. It's on Mike's big board. I'll do you take know two him? fills. No, I you're a legend of Mount Pleasant. <laughs> I, all right, I was waiting for you to tell me your family yeah, is friends with the Lubberries. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving at the Lubberries. Yes, it's, it's, uh, yeah. Um, I will tell you, he gave that horse a really nice ride. And he, look, that's a kid. He's not a kid. He's 34 years old. He should get more business. Should. Like, I, he, you know, he was a good Chicago jock. And Arlington being closed, shout out Chicago Bears. I, that's a guy who I think his business will go up. Two fills. He's just dead game. Two fills shows up. Doesn't matter where your track is or what fucking surface he's running on. He's going to show <laughs> up and run. He put it, listen, there's no shame in that. He, you know what I compare two fills lost to here? epicenter last year epicenter should have won the derby yeah oh rich strike epicenter took the heat took the brunt dueled zandon two fills i'm sitting there i'm like he's in fourth he's in first yeah he made the turn when i saw mage as the horse emerge i you went knew. oh man i got this because there's <laughs> i haven't i just didn't think mage would be denied he was clear mm -hmm. and with nobody coming up on his outside early look angel of empire did late um i was made coming down the stretch because i had mage over both of those horse obviously i wanted two fills to maintain mm -hmm. i go if angel empire ain't gonna beat me then fucking finish third yeah another Stay two the steps he wouldn't yeah. have and the exact would have looked a lot different two dollars paid 330 i think um but yeah, I, I do love the horse. And and Forte scratching is the only reason I put Mage back in my mix. So I look, I at least gave two fills out, gave you Angel Empire, I gave you horses to build around. Forte being out of it, yeah. I mean, one of the natural ones to go to was Mage. And I did throw Disarm in uh underneath. And he ran fourth. Felt good. Boy, if Disarm ended up second. <laughs> Exactly would have paid thousand dollars. Uh but <laughs> but I, I, I did. I kind of just I had Mage as my my salvation saver. So yeah, no, I, I enjoy it. I did good on Derby Day. I good. hit I hit the double. I had a couple exactas. General Jim I used uh with Fort Bragg, two dollar exacta paid seventy-six. So again, if you got loose through a twenty dollar bill on there, there's seven sixty. Okay. Tell me what football game you're betting to turn twenty into seven sixty. None. Your boy, General Jim, ran his fucking eyeballs out. My guy. I loved it. You know what I loved? The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals, under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt, it stands out. Red fire emoji, cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. 
boom, boom, you click in, easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code CASH, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. His odds never changed. He sat there like a fart in an elevator at four to one. And everybody was betting the inside horse. And I didn't like kangaroo court. And I looked at one of the guys who I was with. I said, listen, I go, General Jim has not drifted up. He's just sitting right there. Solid money behind this horse. We haven't seen him since the swale. I wanted to bet the shit out of him at the Fountain of Youth. I go, we got to use him. And we had kind of worked our way to Fort Bragg. And, um, yeah, we just boxed it up, did a really nice group exact that everybody walked away very happy that race. I was proud for you. General Jim gave me something out of the weekend. Gets it. Did you bet him? No. God damn it. I'm Jim. saying the goodwill, the goodwill, General Jim. We go way back. I'll buy you dinner. You General Jim's going to buy you dinner. We got someone from our mailbag that wants to buy both of us dinner. Let's get to that in a oh, second. Geez. Okay. Cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. I know we're in off season mode and we're not going to make a habit of doing this, but I do appreciate that unprompted people send stuff in because they've been digging the content, even in off season mode yes. with the daily dimes and all of it. Yes. First one from Jason subject mage exclamation mark. <laughs> I just watched him win the Derby. I want to make sure Mike's okay. Someone check in. We covered this. Okay. You would have hated yourself if you didn't bet him. I would have. And you know who helped me bet me? I'm not even bullshitting you. Who? My mother. Oh. I was talking to my mom. Feminine touch. No, I was just talking to my mother. Mama V. And, and she, in her words, she goes, you love that horse. And I explained to her why. And I said, he's going to beat me today. She goes, then don't let it happen. I go, 
All right, noted. And I put in a saver probably hour before the derby. I finally had worked my way that Forte's out. I got so much riding on Dermasodagake and Angel of Empire. Am I really letting Mage beat me? Nah, fuck that. So I I made a uh, a good investment. Well, that's something you could do, by the way, in horse racing. Like once you bet the NFL game, you can't then go back and bet the other yeah. side. Horse racing, you can have one or two yeah. horses and then swing in. And with I could have just win bet them, but I was cocky. I was feeling myself a little bit, and I felt really strong about the horses I had underneath. Think about it. I had the horse to finish second. Mm -hmm. I had the horse to finish third. I had the horse to finish fourth. Yeah, you had a good feel. So I was like, I, I trusted my capping, and I said, look, if Mage is going to beat me, let's get really fucking paid. Um, yeah, so I think, what, $2 turning into 133 is uh, 165 to 1? Not bad. Uh, pretty good, right? Next one says, horse racing is fun. That's the subject. <laughs> the disclaimer. Uh, it's from Joshua. He says, I never really liked horse racing, but I like Valeni. So I dove into the Oaks Day races with him and tailed to make sure I would catch it. Watching that first one hit was crazy. <laughs> How about red carpet ready? What That's a thrill right. that was. Hey, listen. And here's the key with that one. There was a massive favorite. And I explained why I didn't want to bet the favorite and why red carpet ready had already kind of been baptism by fire. And I used a football example. I said, it's like when Jimmy and I talk games and one team hasn't gone on the road yet, but the other one has, and they're battle tested. I go red carpet ready, got thrown in the fire at Gulfstream Park. I said, money's gold hasn't seen this shit yet. So the numbers are flashy as fuck. I go, but I think we can play against. I felt very good about that cap. You're going to be wrong. Right. It's important to... Give people some stuff. Yeah, I was very excited about it. Well, I know you really wear this stuff when we don't hit. I care. And I and to be fair, you're going to miss a lot more in horse racing. Yeah. So there is some concern with, hey, Mike gets beat up if he misses a football game that's, you know, here or there. Yeah. If he whiffs on the horse racing this weekend, oh, you're going to beat racing, yourself up. I described it as horse racing's pain tolerance. And it's the ultimate in budget management because you're going to go through streaks. You get absolutely assassinated. This next one, I sent you separately over the weekend. Uh, this one, honestly, this one was so touching because of the family element. I mean that. Subject was, thank you, multiple exclamation marks. I'm not a big horse guy. Casual triple crown better at best. But your podcast got me into the Oaks on Friday and more than just the Derby on Saturday. Friday at the Oaks on TV had my 96-year-old grandma, mom, and aunt over for a little Cinco de Mayo dinner. And we're betting on the Oaks. Some of your picks, some of ours. We had some modest wins. I read the horses for the for race 12. And the three ladies and my wife all agreed on the three horses we bet. We dropped them in a trifecta box. Mm. And the son of a bitch hit. Mm. Big win. All the ladies were into the race. So excited. It was great. Email continues. On to Saturday. Your love of mage was so apparent and gushed through the microphone <laughs> as you talked about him. When you said you weren't betting him, I was shocked. I hammered him along with your two underneath picks, two fills and angels of empire. Your opinion paid off with the winner exacta and trifecta never would have gotten so deep into it. Had it not been for the winning and had it not been for the podcast, great show, entertainment, informative, keep up the great work and the off season content. If you ever want a free dinner, let me know. Be happy to buy tip of the cap. No, it means a lot. We were Brian, hard, man. Oh, Brian. I appreciate it. And honestly, like I said to you, I go, I think it's sports radio. Like we all get so jaded and like, I go to work, 
and I talk into the microphone and I'm with people I'm close to like David and Roberto and Rico and Kenny and you, and you lose sight of what's on the other end of it. Like you lose sight of how many people are listening or how many people for right, wrong, or otherwise will follow the things you say. And like, I don't know, for me, I, I want people to just give the game a shot, give it a chance. I'm not telling you it's perfect. I'm not telling you it's for everybody, but like, Listening to that, the family element, you got Nona screaming at the TV. I, I, I just, at least my passion meant something. And it like, yeah, like people were like, all right, fuck it. Let's, let's do this stupid shit. And then they're like, oh, now I get it. Like you get bit by the bug. Sure. And it just, uh, no, it meant a lot. That was very, very kind. And I appreciate it. And it's, uh, it's something I said to you. I go, you know what, man? We both bust our ass, both regular radio and this. It has to mean more. It's more than just dollars. It's more than just what we do. You got to want to do it. You got to give a shit. Well, and it's the connection. So when we're doing shows, you can take calls. You can talk to people. You can get the feedback. The podcast, we don't get that same level of interaction. Right. So when people do take the time to write out an email like that and right. share a story, I think it hits a little different. It does. And it also motivates me that like, yeah, even if these are side episodes and they're not going to do the normal numbers of a football game, I've accepted that. That's fine. But yeah, you're damn right with the feedback we've gotten for the Derby, Preakness and Belmont, or I'll absolutely do it for the people. And then, yeah, at some point I would like a little break, but that's okay. June, July. Thank you. June, July. Um, but we'll no, get, no, get we're, the playoffs. and we're piecing this together. Evan's yeah. doing I mean, a great job. The studio. We're still in transition. We're taking stuff off the walls in yeah. here. I'm really, I'm really hopeful this new studio ends up the way that we want it. And, and frankly, the way we deserve, because we crushed it and, and, and your guys support helped us do it. So last thing. Yes, sir. They already have spreads and bets that you can place for college football. So I'm not going to give any to you right now. That's content for later. Oh. But this stuff is already live. Win totals, opening week spreads. Yes. Yes, it is available. Right do, now. do you want to do it next? Like, when do you want to do it? What's too early to do? You want, to, right. you want to break down West Virginia, Penn State right now? Yes. <laughs> yes. 16 and a half. Holy shit. Yep. <laughs> you know, you know what somebody did tell me, and, and we don't have to do it right now. Is it true the Michigan, Michigan State game is 20? I have I haven't seen it. I don't know what book you I, no, no, I was told this. I haven't. There's some weird stuff out there like like Michigan and Ohio State are both 10 and a half for the win total. Michigan, absolutely, because their schedule is stupid but easy. You're getting plus odds for Michigan right now, minus odds for Ohio State, both at 10 and a half. I Ohio take, State's actually the betting favorite to win the Big Ten, even though they haven't beaten Michigan in two um, years, and it's in Ann Arbor. Hello, who's the quarterback? Right. No, if, I know they have someone. How good, about this? Their quarterback, better odds to win the Heisman than JJ. Well, hold on now. I And I'll say this, Joe Milton, better odds than JJ, but let's be fair. That's not a statement of JJ's ability. No, it's no, a no. statement that they run an offense more like Navy than mm -hmm. Texas Tech. Right. The kids throwing the ball 14 times in basically seven or eight of the games. Mm -hmm. Well, Michigan fans can say, well, that's not fair. Well, cry to somebody else. That the, Guys, do you want to win games or do you want a stupid trophy? I, I said something to you. We did a show together in Detroit, and I said, we should do a way too early games I would bet now, except the books are already ready for this stuff. You tell me when. I'll come in and do it with you. Seriously. <laughs> no, I know. We want to sprinkle it, stuff in. I'll make people. it work for your schedule. But I think a month from now, June, that could be fun. Why yeah. not? Yeah. I'll do it with you. We'll figure it out. Fuck. I kind of want to know what's on that. But all right. Leave it alone. <laughs> Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave Just it alone. They're out, they pull me back That's in. That's it. That's Let's it. Cash the ticket. Thanks for listening. Mage. Fucking love you, man.